We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Andy Lou, we are live. That that was the range of emotions. Not gonna lie, group chat got dark in the fourth quarter. Um, weird. But you know, like all things Warriors, number thirty said, "Fuck it, I'll do it myself." I don't. My emotions are kind of weird right now. It's like somewhere between like in like hyped because that was a fun come from behind win there and just like relieved because where they're at in the season like they just can't afford anywhere else that are like uh unnecessary at this point so just like getting wins it feels like it, it, it it's just a sense of relief given where the season is sometimes you will never i think in my life your life and the rest of our lives tell me that there is a player in Bay Area history that I'm going to ever have more fun watching or that is going to be as great and successful as Steph Curry. Sam, I don't think that's ever going to happen. And, uh, I mean, you know, tonight's just a regular March game. But like you said, can't afford to lose mid-March game at home without Giannis. Can't afford yeah. to lose it. Can't afford to lose it. And Steph played tonight like he was in the NBA Finals, like he was in Boston, he, right? By the way. He played poorly. Yes, yes, yes. Early in the game. That's yeah. that's I don't want to say my favorite part because I prefer you just dominate the whole game. But sometimes it shows a little more character when you when you play, let's just say below your your standard, and then you're able to pull it out at the end a little there. Just stupid uh, amounts of I don't know, ridiculous shot making. I talked about on the last show that mm-hmm. he's the most skilled player in NBA history. I, I, that's not even a question. Not I, even let's a question. put let's put that to rest. I saw um, these things circulate the timeline all the time, and I never take the bait anymore because it's just I, I've been there. It's not 2015 for me, you know. <laughs> me too. It's not my first rodeo, but it's like how many rings would Damian Lillard have won if he was in Steph's place? And and it's like, and it's, I hate, I hate doing this because I have, I don't have a negative thing to say about Dame. Like I like him, but it's just like it, the framing is always skepticism and not understanding that this guy might actually be one of the three or four best players of all time. And the most skilled player of all time. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
it's I you know where I stand with Steph on this. Like he's like, there's not a big man in NBA history I think is better than him. I think Ooh. literally the only players you could say are have are better than him are like wings who are very skilled and can just do a few more things in them. Like the Jordan, I'll throw LeBron in there, a couple a couple guys like that. That's about it. That's it. But like I'm done with this, man. He's he's easily the most skilled player of all time because the smaller you are, the more skilled you have to be to make an impact at that level. And no one his size has come close to making his impact. No, not even close. And he does this consistently. Those shots that he was taking, that he was making off the dribble against Drew Holiday off ball, the one where he throws, I, I was a little annoyed because he threw he drove into the lane, threw it to Draymond in the paint, immediately relocated to the, to the to the above the break between the above of the break to the baseline shoots a three and then Jeff Van Gundy calls it like an easy shot. Hey guy, how many how many players in NBA history can make that play? How many? <laughs> like how many? Easy I love fuck out of here. I love some of the shots he normalizes as easy. I'm like, I promise you, you watch me do on the basketball court, you'll first off not hitting rim. Second off, you, you're just going to make fun of me for an hour like because I probably pulled something in the it, process. But even imagine, <laughs> you know, imagine, you know, Luka Doncic trying to make that play, getting yeah. that shot off. And, and not to say that Luka isn't better at, than Steph at areas, but KD's not making that play. LeBron's definitely not making that play. Dane, no, he like, Dane, he maybe, can, you know, maybe. But he you know, contorts his body in the weirdest ways at the weirdest angles and hits them at a rate that doesn't make sense. Like there, it doesn't matter. Steph can drew holiday at various times. Like I felt like he had him locked in a way that didn't make sense. And Steph shot it from an angle that didn't make sense. And then it goes in because he's one of one. It's really that simple. Like I wish I pulled the video before this pod, but I'll share it on, on Twitter for other people. Drew holiday, in my opinion, the best defensive guard in the NBA. He's up there, top top three minimum. It's like him, GP2, and Caruso, in my opinion, are the three best on-ball defenders. And if you ask Steph, Steph has said repeatedly he thinks Drew's the best defender in the league. Um, Drew, when he talks about Steph, he's like, that guy's an alien. I, I can guard him perfectly, and he will do things that no one else in the league can do. And that's just really what it comes down to on some level. Like, People want to explain it like it's, you know, oh, well, his dad was a shooter, so obviously he can shoot. Bro, it's not just shooting ability. A lot of guys can shoot the ball. A lot of guys. It, it's, it's hard to grasp the idea that a player who's not seven feet tall. Um, is, or six, seven. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and he can do it off the dribble, which is why our people always are like, Clay, Clay's just as good of a shooter. It's like, Clay's a great freaking shooter, man. He's a top five shooter of all time. Don't touch Steph. And, and my whole thing with Steph is the angles at which he can shoot make no sense to me. Like he's <laughs> like, he, he like feet aren't set. He's like 70% leaning, getting fouled, always getting like, that's not even all the good shooters can shoot and they get fouled. But like, it's just like the angle and it's like in every time it's just, you know, sometimes you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta just call him. He's special. He's different. Um, yeah, I want to. Uh, we we got a great comment in the chat. By the way, lively chat. If you guys yeah, get is. the wow. chance, join us on YouTube for the post game show. But if not, we appreciate you listening on the pod feed. Make sure to subscribe, rate five stars, Apple, Spotify, whatever it may be. Brian throws up a point here. He goes, "Best win of the season for the Warriors." Interesting that they win an OT and Pool didn't see the floor in OT. 
I'm just saying, one, this is Andy Bate. <laughs> um, uh, but before we get, before we get to the pool comment, I want to ask you: Is this their best win of the season? It's certainly. I I just feel a level of desperation with them right now, so it feels like the biggest win because they don't have margin for error anymore. Uh, best win of the season hasn't happened yet. Can I go with that answer? Uh, they Ooh. they had they had to go into OT and and uh, beat a team that didn't have Giannis. Um, so I, I wouldn't say the best win of the season, but it was it was I mean exciting. Um, Sam, I, I looked it up. Uh, you know, I'm not a stats guy, but if the Warriors had lost tonight and the Lakers win tomorrow against the Knicks at home, the Lakers, Warriors, Mavericks, and and Wolves would all be 34 and 34. So the Warriors saved them a little bit tonight by by now going two games over 500, and uh, they should still be Sam in sixth place right out of the playing game. So good for the Warriors, big win. Lightyear's podcast kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays. Have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn, durable frames, and extremely clear optics for outdoors adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection, insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. If you don't love them, you can also exchange for a new pair, return them, or you can return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Lightyear's podcast always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving our best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com, use code light years for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Light years podcast brought to you by Grammarly. Grammarly premiums, advanced tone suggestions help you communicate confidently and reframe your words to be more positive and productive. So your team gets on the same page and projects get done on time. Sam, I used to be a writer. You are now an official writer at many different blog and internet websites online uh when it comes to work communication is key even if you may not have a writing job grammarly works where you do so so every important project is done on time grammarly premiums tone suggestions take your writing to the next level keeping you professional as you balance being direct and friendly while finding solutions with your team grammarly also has a ton of other great features advanced spelling grammar punctuation and conciseness suggestions to ensure your writing is professional mistake free and clear go to grammarly.com slash tone to download and learn more about Grammarly Premium's advanced tone suggestions. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash tone. We want to talk about pool? Not yet. I yeah, like we should. We should. Okay. Well, he, he called it out. So another frenetic Jordan pool game. Um, I thought he was better in the last couple of games, but I wouldn't define it as good either. Um, and and I think we're reaching that point. You know, Steve, he got the big contract. And let's just let's just be honest, he got punched at the beginning of the season. Um, Steve has been trying to give him as much space as possible. And I think we've just hit the portion of the season where he goes, You're gonna get your shot, but if you don't have it, I have to go to a different place. And this is one of those games where they didn't have room and they just rode their best five players, which is Steph, Clay, Dante. Uh, Draymond and Looney, and I, I just don't know that it's more complicated than that. No, it's not. 
it's not. And, you know, a dirty little secret last season, their best lineups when they were closing games, Jordan Poole is nowhere to be found on the court. So this is not this is not a well, I, some some matchups. But but you're I, I agree with you. Like most of the time now, I mean, he wasn't closing against the Mavs, wasn't closing against the Celtics. Wasn't like now he was really good in the middle of the games of that series. Like they need someone to score off the bench when mm-hmm. Steph isn't isn't there. Like that is absolutely needed. But it always felt like the Warriors were playing him and closing with him or playing him with Steph and Clay out of necessity because they're out of bodies, right? Andrew Wiggins, we found out today. We're going to get to it. Might not play again this season. GP2, might not play again this season. Jonathan Kaminga, bro, slid on an ankle in, in warm-ups. That's going to be out for who knows how long. So the Warriors have kind of had no chance to, to, to get Jordan Poole on the floor. And, yeah, like you said, frenetic's a really good way to put, put it. Like, even if he's not terrible – He's just going so fast that his handle is off. And Jordan Poole has a good handle. And right now the ball is flying everywhere. So uh, it seems like he's in his head. I don't know, at this point, I kind of feel bad for him because he's playing so bad. Yeah, I mean, he's he's all over the place. But um, ultimately, like, look, Kerr went the way he had to go in that game where it's just like it. He it's not a Jordan Poole game. He's not like, you know, he's not on fire or anything like that. Like, I just got to ride the guys who can make plays right now. Uh, Francisco throws up a great comment for us. Please get GP2, Wiggins, and Kuminga back on the floor. And they can make a run in the playoffs. Grown-up players tend to get grown-up results. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice to have the three best perimeter defenders on this team healthy. Um, Do we want to talk about this later? The Steve Kirk? Okay, we'll wait on that. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do it in a minute, but I, I want to talk about the game a little more, and we're, we're going to get to it. There's Look, I, I'm not trying to hide from my topics. So, you know, it, it is what it is, and I think that's also why tonight's, to me, just this game was a big win because they need to manufacture wins until they get their guys back. We did get news Kuminga's day-to-day, which made me feel good. Sigh of relief. Sigh of relief. Because I, everyone saw the video. I was like, oh. And, then, and you see the walking boot. And you're just like, that's not great, you know. Um, but it sounds like, you know, he could be back this week. He could be back this week. Um, and it is day-to-day. So, you know, whether that's Monday or next Monday, it's it, clearly it's not like, a, you know, it it's not as bad as the KD situation. Yeah. Like which is which my concern. Yeah. Day-to-day is like he could play Monday. If he doesn't play Monday, he'll probably play Wednesday. That's day-to-day. Like, mm-hmm. if he's not playing till Friday, that's week-to-week. You know what I mean? Let's sure, just sure, lie to us. So no, good, like good. They need him out there. It's not like Kaminga's been amazing, but you watch games like tonight. You're but like, he's they, improving, they, they, and yeah. he does have his moments. That's for sure. By the, by the way, they were playing Jamichael Green out of necessity tonight. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, let's get let's get shout let's out get, to him. Let's get Jamichael Green a little love. I I was gonna lead with that, but you know, no result. The results go well. <laughs> I was gonna talk Jamichael Green until Steph got on fire. Because right. Jermichael Green was carrying them in the first half. Finishes today with 18 points, his season high for this team. Woo. And you know, you know what's interesting about Jermichael Green? The dude's been shooting it for about three months really well. Like, he obviously started the season awful, and I was like, I thought he could shoot the ball. And, and like, those first two months he didn't hit. I mean, he m- might have hit three threes in three months, you know, something like that, right? Uh He's like at 40 plus percent since he came back from that leg infection in January and like shooting with confidence. He's not auto, but, you know, he can hit those shots. And I think what's interesting to me is expectations are everything. I thought he was more of a defender 
than he was. And reality is he's kind of closer to like Bobby Portis or uh, or most spates, like kind of little heat checky. You know what I'm saying? Keep going. Um, the energy's I hate, there. I hate you. Keep going. <laughs> that was gonna be my my great take that I was saving up for this fucking show. And you, bro, just we, we, we talk. I mean, I can hate you. The, the cliff notes uh, is we talk too much because like, our, minds, <laughs> our minds have melded at some point. But um, yeah, it's like it's um. If you just take him as an energy heat check guy, like it's a lot easier to enjoy him as a player than expecting him to be Otto Porter. That's exactly. I mean, uh, this game especially, it was very much a most spades. Like, I, it's not my type of player because my type of player is very much a set. Like, come on, yeah. Lou, he sets screens, play some good defense, right? Jermichael Green is, you know, sometimes you don't, he doesn't even set a screen. He stands in the corner, but dude, he can drill an open shot. And just like most spades, brings a lot of energy. And honestly, if you're not good at certain things, the least you can do is play with some freaking energy off the bench. And that's what Jermichael Green has been doing, um, which is awesome, dude. Like, you can't get you can't get annoyed, I think, at someone when when they're just playing so damn hard out there and trying their best. And it feels like Jermichael Green's doing that every time. Um, it's really cool. Some of it is like they have to play him. I, I feel kind of bad for him when he has to guard like a Brook Lopez or something like that. Right. But, it's it's just like a perfect crowd favorite type of guy, man. Like you said, like Bobby Porter's. Bobby Porter's probably like a better version of of, yeah, those, of that archetype, right? But but he's right there with the most baits. Type. And David West was kind of like a hybrid. He was solid, but he could also make an open shot. He was too good for that yeah, role. He, he used to be so it's, good. It's too. like the auto. I feel like there's a level of being spoiled because like David well, West is high level. Auto was the Otto's high level. level and and yeah. David West, at least until his body officially told him he was old, was also high level, you know? Yeah. Um, but like more often than not, veteran minimum, if you get if you get your Michael Green, yeah, that's good because at least he gives you something. It's it's not his fault that uh he's not the seventh man in the rotation because he should be your he should be a ninth to tenth 100%. man who like Nothing's going. Throw him out there. Jamichael gets some buck. He might get hot. Like he'll change the energy of a game, that sort of thing. And like, don't play him next to Kaminga and Wiseman, which is what they did the first month of the season, right? Oh. Like, put him in a position to Bravo. succeed. I've, so that I've deleted can. that from my memory. Like, yeah, I don't know why. I, <laughs> I don't know why I brought that. Let's keep it moving. Good, good, great, great Jamichael Green game. I'm very happy. I'm, I'm yeah. Very and he's happy been he's been like sneakily coming into it, and it's it's more one of those things where like, if you're looking for him to be something he is and it's unfair. Um, but um, the other player we didn't talk about is Draymond green. Draymond um, that ankle turn uh, was it third quarter. I think it was third, right? Yes. yes. He eight minutes uh, left in the third came back at the end of the third. Yeah. And uh, it looked bad, uh, but Draymond's, I mean, dude, Draymond's <laughs> he's, he's going to have to get a lot of treatment in the off season. That's where I'm walking away from it. But like, I just kind of want to call it out. Like he's, he's putting it all out there. Um, it's always, it's always, it's always pretty, but like, you know, it's, it's kind of, he's putting it all out there. You know, his, his hands wrapped up, his ankles wrapped, his knees wrapped. It's just, I, I gotta at least show a little res- love and respect for that. Um, the last, Five minutes of that game is tie game. They went down by eight. Then two minutes left. They came back. Then an OT, they kind of take the game away, right? And Sam, it, it made me think in that OT stretch, watching Steph get that weak side block against Drew Holiday to send that game to OT, watching Draymond play his heart out, locking up Brooke Lopez, watching Clay Thompson spin move in the post bucket <laughs> against Drew Holiday. Dude, 
just watching that made me feel something. <laughs> like it makes you feel something that you don't normally feel in your in as a human being. And I think that's I guess what I'm trying to say is as long as those three guys, and we say it many times, are on the same team together, I will believe they can win any single game in series. And tonight was part of that. I just they're so special, dude. And then you put them next to Kevon Looney, who's a great defender, and Dante DiVincenzo, who's a great just connector guy. <laughs> you hear me say connector. A couple threes, right? Great defense on Drew. A term term of the season, connector. Great, like good passer, makes all the right plays. Like that's just, that's just a really good five. And um, I don't know. I almost cried. I almost teared up a little bit. You know, I'm a little simp. I love those three guys. Draymond, Clay, and Steph. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to put this out there. I mean, a lot of the playoffs are essentially about who's going to be Who's going to be tougher? Who's the bigger motherfucker in the moment, you know? And, I mean, how many guys do you trust against the Warriors' core to be able to match them in terms of shit, shit gets dirty and uncomfortable and they can fight at that level? And to me, it's like, okay, LeBron James will always yep. get there. And, like, I'm not sure. Well, go ahead. Okay. LeBron. Yeah, Giannis. I think I'm going Giannis. Correct, correct. I think I'm going Giannis, especially on this team. I watch this team tonight. I'm like, yeah, that, that team's going to the finals, and probably KD. Yeah, I think yeah. I think those three guys, like those three guys, I would say can go to war against the Warriors. Everyone else, they can be broken over yeah. a best of seven yeah. if the Warriors have everyone healthy and enough stuff going. And like honestly, between whatever's going on with Wiggins, um, and with Draymond's body and with all this stuff, like who knows if the Warriors are going to be healthy, but like you got to feel pretty good about their situation. Just when you think about that, we got a comment from Eugene here. He asked, was GP two more of a long-term play to move off of pool? I disagree. Um, I think, well, I think they're just two different players. I think GP is a defensive game changer on the perimeter and if they want to move off of pool, it's because they just don't think he's the answer offensively, but it has nothing to do with GP in some ways. Like they're going to need to find a backup point guard if they get rid of pool because GP is not the point guard. No, right? he's not. He's it, like it's, a, it's, yeah. I, I think it's two different things. I think they felt like, um, one, Wiseman wasn't working, two, maybe took for granted how much of an impact player GP2 was. And so it's, it's really those things. And those live separately of the pool question, which is like, are, do we want to continue going forward with him? If he's making this much money, what, what, what you can get away with GP two playing the three, four role and then mm-hmm. Ty Jerome as the cheap backup point guard and then training pool for a wing that you can, like a Wiggins type wing that maybe you can rehabilitate. Um, but that's conversation for another time. Um, another thought I had real quick about Steph um, and this core, if the Warriors and, you know, I, I wouldn't say I would, I wouldn't say it's likely that they make the finals with the way that they're playing and uncertainty around the players. But if Steph plays against that Bucks defense, Sam, Brooke Lopez is going to get his face blown off. He's not going to be on the floor for long. Can they're going to, they're going to have to find a way to, <laughs> can we, can we talk about that? I actually think the Bucks defensively are, pretty overrated really i thought they looked the good tonight but bro no they're they're don't get me wrong they're good um i think the bucks wear the warriors down offensively is the bigger issue i think Giannis just um 
I'm more concerned that they run out of answers against him on the other end of the floor. They'll go Giannis at the five, like LeBron yeah. in his early in his career. They'll go that, and I do think that's that might be the only guy that's better than Draymond at the five. Yeah, I mean, look, look again. I think Drew's one of the best point of attack defenders, but I don't know that they have a versatile enough defense to throw enough different looks at Steph to keep him off balance. Like if your answer is just Drew guarding him one-on-one, eventually Steph's just going to get his number because the, I mean, he's generational, right? Um, I look at the rest of the bucks and I see, you know, um, Joe Inglis, not really a smart team defender. You know what I'm saying? Um, Pat Connaughton, come on, that's food, you know, for Steph. Uh, Brooke Lopez, like you said, will not be on the floor more than 20 minutes a game by game four. Um, Middleton, maybe. I don't, I don't know what I think of Middleton anymore, to be honest. Like, I, it seems like the injury has – he's still good. But, like, is he what he was? I mean, you know there's, a, there's some clay stuff with him. There's some clay stuff with him where you're seriously asking, like, we know he's good, but his body just might not be there. And is he is he a number two anymore? That's like really what my question I think is. I think Drew is the two, I think, at this point. Yeah, and, and I don't know that Drew's that guy offensively. No. So um, I wonder about that. But on the flip side, um, they took the Warriors to overtime on the road without Giannis. Um, and a lot of problems go away when that dude's bashing your defense in yep. uh, for 35 a game efficiently so like that's that's where my concern is like i i get concerned that you know uh looney and Draymond will be in foul, foul trouble half the yeah game, right? that's i mean the so. bucks are my favorite to win the title right now they, they, they are I, yeah i think they're coming out of the east i, I watched them and i watched boston and maybe i've seen the warriors beat boston and look good against boston too many times but this Milwaukee team's really freaking good man i i don't i don't i agree i, don't, I, I agree don't, i don't see a team beating them right now right now but you know it's march 11th that's All true right. Let's talk. Um, let's talk Wiggins because we got a Steve Kerr soundbite, and um, and then we get to your calls. I appreciate everyone for waiting. We got a bunch of good calls, but before we get to this, I want to throw this out there. We are running a March Madness pool, Andy Lou, with our partners at Run Your Pool. We'll mm. tweet the link out, but look at the Light Years bio. Look at the Light Years link tree. Run Your Pool times Light Years. Free to play. Top three get cash prizes. What's better than that, man? You don't have to put um, money in, but you can get money out. March Madness, like, you're probably listening to this. The brackets already come out. Prove that you're smarter than Andy or me. <laughs> I, uh, I've i watched more college basketball than I usually have. Everybody make sure to go join this year's bracket. Um, I am going to pick the Marquette University. Ooh. I, I saw Shaka Smart coaches them. He's one of my favorite coaches when I was watching growing up, so that's my guy. Uh, I'll be rooting for him. I have no idea who plays on that team, but Run Your Pool is freaking amazing. Last year, we had a 1,000 people join. Yeah. Um, incredible. Absolutely incredible, as Draymond said. Would love to get 2,000 people in there. We got We have more prizes. We have anyway. more prizes this year. Uh, last yeah. year, we just gave away a jersey to first place. This year, top three get cash. Um, and again, free to play. You guys are all doing brackets. Join our bracket. Let's talk some shit. I'll even let you in the Light Years Discord. You can you can let Andy and I know we're worthless. It'll be fun. Um, all right, let's get to Wiggins. I want to play the Steve Kerr audio first, and then we can discuss. A week or so ago, that the expectation still was that Andrew would return at some point this season. Um, does that remain the expectation that 
that they'll be back. I think season. that's the hope. Um, but uh, really, there's nothing um, to report on. Um, so we're giving him a space, as we've talked about, um, as he deals with something that's way more important than the game. And um, if, uh, if he's able to, uh, to come back, then um, that would be great. And, and if not, then that's, that's the case. And, and whatever happens, we, we handle it um, accordingly. Whew, change of tone, my man. Change of tone. <sighs> Look, I know that we got good vibes because the Warriors won tonight, but that scares me. Yeah. It scares me because, I mean, that doesn't seem good for Wiggins. Like, just take away the Warriors for a second. It doesn't seem good for Wiggins. It's been out for a month, and we have no idea what's going on. And now he's saying, you know, when it, Bob Myers a couple weeks ago was saying, like, hey, we think he's going to be back soon. And all of a sudden, he's might be out for the season. It's nothing to do with anything. We don't know. We don't know, Sam. I don't really know what to say. I don't. I really think the first thing I'm going to say is Steve's definitely trying to deflect questions. Um, and you know, it's unfair to put him in the position to have to answer something he's not allowed to answer about. So I do think part of it is him just trying to get people to respect the situation and not like you know, for lack of a better term, like let's open every press conference asking about this, right? Like that's what he's trying to do, and that's the team perspective. But it's confusing. I'm going to be honest with you. Tuesday will be a month he has not played the game, and the team has not given an update. Um, and I cannot think of a situation that mirrors this. And I just want to throw this out there for fans because I, I've seen commentary online. It's very contentious. Don't let anyone bully you into saying it's inappropriate for you to ask a question. You're not a bad fan for wondering what's going on. Um, that's bullshit. Anyone who says that sort of stuff is just they're weaponizing a situation. I don't think it's unfair for fans to wonder what's going on. Doesn't mean they're going to find out. Doesn't mean they should find out. Uh, quite frankly, I don't know how else to put it. But the reality is it's normal to want to know why one of their players is not there. And I think I just want to leave it there. Um, it's clearly serious. No one else on the team is commenting on it. Um, and, you know, nobody's also publicly or like anything frustrated about it. Like you don't hear, you know, you remember when Andrew Wiggins wouldn't take the COVID shot and, and you would hear Draymond and, and Steph would come out and basically say like, hey, look, like he's going to have to do it at some point, right? They were annoyed at him publicly and this actually peer pressured him to do it. And this this is not that. This is not that. There's nobody coming out here and saying like, yeah, like we need Wiggins back. Like it's time for him to get back or even something along those lines. So when that's not the case, it, it's, you know, it, it's – Hopefully, yeah, again, I, I got nothing for you. I thought that was well said, Sam. I got nothing for you. So hopefully he just hopefully he's back. Maybe at the same time GP2's back. Five games, ten games, and and I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this. I I will talk about it every episode. I'll say the same thing. As long as until we have new info, I'm gonna ask the question. I don't think it's unfair. I think it's 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 like they're trying to trap you by saying, oh, you're going to ask that question? How dare you? No, man. You're assuming malicious intent that isn't actually there. 
people are just curious. It's just what they want to know. And then so, you know, some fans might be assholes too, but I think majority of fans, I mean, a lot of my friends just come and ask me like, yo, what's, what's, what's Wiggins up? To? I get, I, I also get those texts every time they, it's always the same. I, do you think I text my friends back? How dare you? It's <laughs> matter. No, man, they're curious. They're curious the same way I'm curious. And I don't, I don't take anyone for having ill will for saying what's going on. So I'll just leave it at that. This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Sword Vitality. Listen up, Dub Nation, especially all our guys out there. We have a special offer on the newest addition to your daily self-care routine. Do you shower? Brush your teeth? And I know you manscape to keep the ladies in your life happy. Listen, no shame. Self-care is cool and manly. And that's why you need to add Sword Vitality Excalibur to your daily routine. Sword Vitality Excalibur can encourage optimal sexual health by increasing blood flow to help you thrive when it matters. Trust me, you might think your girl's happy, but what if she could be happier? This 30-day regimen designed to benefit your reproductive function can help maintain a healthy libido and stamina. Now, who doesn't want to last longer? You'll be proud of this product. It looks good on your shelf. It sure as hell feels good. And it shows your partner you care. Add Sword Vitality to your pregame and you'll always be ready for game time. Visit SwordVitality.com now. Use promo code LightYears at checkout for a nice discount. That's SwordVitality.com. Use promo code LightYears. And that discount won't be the only nice thing that you'll be getting. We got a bunch of calls. So to the goons, these, to the goons my man. Oh. What's up, guys? Uh... Man, I'm watching the game right now towards the end of the fourth, and I don't know what's wrong with us. Um, love the show, by the way, um, but I don't know what's wrong with us. So Michael Green shot well tonight. Even Chenzo played well tonight. It's like, man, first they got to stop playing Iggy, I believe. Uh, <laughs> the air ball. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to go Tim, is, it, Tim, is this like a mid-game call? I think we got to stop playing Iggy at this point. <laughs> It is. Um, yeah, we just don't look right. Even when our uh, role guys just play, they play great. We don't look right. So, what do you guys think is the problem going forward? Because this game to <laughs> me proved that when our role guys play decent, we still can't get a win. I mean, it's still a couple minutes left, but <laughs> called a couple, called a little early, my friend. What's up, Sam? Man? Andy, I called earlier. Uh, halfway through the fourth and I was just yeah there's well, some great. things that I take back um oh this is great the season, you know it's just so up and down I still the season. what I said I think uh right. should probably not be playing anymore he's right um maybe he should take a back injury so he just sits out the rest of the season or something but yeah Curry is him Curry is that guy um great Amazing. win I'm excited now I was in a bad mood earlier but love the show I was great win I wanted to say let's go Doug I mean, dude, that's the season, right? You're just angry half the time, and then you're happy or relieved or whatever it is. It's just how many how many times have you um, been like, ah, I'm glad I didn't tweet that because I was ready to just proclaim the season over mid third quarter. You know, that's yeah. that's how I felt about that call because this or, season or after three road losses, yeah, yeah, in a row, <laughs> yeah, no way around that one. It's um. I appreciate those two calls because that's every one of us mid mid fourth quarter. It's like texting Andy. It's like, I think it's over. I think, hey, 
add two weeks onto your vacation. We're good. And then afterwards, like, hope you didn't book. Be back. <laughs> oh. Curry, man. That's why he's the GOAT. That's why he's the GOAT. That's why he's the MVP. He's him, man. I, I, that's all I got to say. Curry, that's, that's, that's the GOAT. I, I, don't know what, I don't know what to tell you. I, I, I don't know what else to say. That's all it is. That's all it will ever be. That's all it has been. It's just incredible stuff by Curry. And also shout out uh, Moses Malone. Thank you. Bye. Shout out Moses Malone. I say this all the time, and I will say it again. Kevon Looney, you need to get paid more money. Someone. Give him another $10 million on it. I don't give a shit about Joe Lacob's tax, luxury tax. $10 million. Give him I, see what, I see what some of these players get paid. Let's funnel that money to Looney. Funnel thank, it to Looney. Thank you. Thank you. Like I'm, I'm seeing you look around the league, and, I, and I'm watching some of these, these dudes that can't rebound, don't play defense, don't make the right plays. You know, over here, you see Kevon Looney. By the way, by the way my, he's getting more athletic. Yeah. I was watching him this game. I, I just – he's looking a little more spry. He's, like, gaining powers. <laughs> Um, I, I really do think he's like, he's a little more athletic than he was a couple of years ago. Uh, and we know, uh, you know, Looney, big yoga guy. Is he? Yeah. Wow. You know, also he, his back was hurting the other night. He like barely played and you can see him holding his back comes in tonight. Looks incredible. I don't, I don't know, man. I love him. I love him. I love him. Obviously I love Draymond and Clay yeah. and Andre, but. You know, after those four guys, you're not. You know, I'm fighting you. I'm fight. I'm fighting you for that fifth one. That's it's Loon, man. That's the fifth guy. Love him. In in five years, we might be our, We might be debating Loon or Andre, bigger warrior nah, legend. Nah, nah, you know, nah, 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 nah. you know, like currently, it's a no. It's no contest. Like just it, history is too big, right? Just saying, give give Loon five more years. If Loon, Loon, if the Warriors win <laughs> Loon, three more titles, there we go. There we go. That's the one. I like to see. That's the one. Looney Finals MVP 2026. Um, and then and then we will have a conversation, my friend. Well, the way that it's done is that Draymond Green is on the team anymore, and the team is still fine on defense because of Kavon Looney. Now that that would be special. I love him. <laughs> I love him. All right. Just one thing quick. If we trade pool. Can we keep DiVincenzo? I don't. I'm not ready to say that yet. But boy, DiVincenzo is so good. Everybody's asking this. Sam, oh. yeah. Well, one, if they were to trade Jordan Pool for nothing, like you know, they just trade him for cap space. It, they're still over the tax, so it doesn't really affect their ability to retain Dante. Um. What I'm saying is the best they can do with Dante is a taxpayer mid-level exception. So I don't know. Is he get, that's a seven-ish next year. Is he going to get more in free agency? Probably. He's going to have to – it's going to have to be a labor of love for him to come back because they just don't have mechanisms. I don't know how else to put it. That's what they, that, you, you said it right there. Even if they trade pool for nothing, um, and they won't. They won't. They, they won't. If they trade him, they're going to get something. They're going to get mm-hmm. a salary back. You want to keep that slot, and you want to get a player that's good. Jordan Poole is still very valuable as a basketball player, um, but you don't just get to use that and met money and get someone else. Um, Dante DiVincenzo, if you were to predict the contract, uh, Sam, next season, what would you predict? 
Just you know, throw it out there. Not not holding um, you, hold you to it. Twelve to fifteen. Yeah, I agree. I think he gets more than GP two got, but I don't think he's gonna get a monster con. I think I think some team's gonna give him four sixty, which is a, you know life changing money. Something like, like that. The the point is, it's significantly more than the Warriors have the capability to give with their cap situation. Also, if you think of it from Dante's perspective, he he came to the Warriors for this very reason. He knew that one, he was gonna get minutes. Two, the Warriors training staff is good at getting people healthy. Dante was injured a lot the last couple of seasons. Yeah. Um, and three, if he's going to have a good season, it's like the Farhan Zaidi deal. Like he, Farhan does it every freaking offseason. Get a guy with a one plus one with a player option. And if they're shit, they're going to come back. And if they're good, they're going to get a contract. Rehab, rehab their value. Like, you know, you know, they're better than this. But like, for whatever reason, yeah. been a rough go of it for a year, you know, yeah. a couple of years healthy usually. And he is more, he is uniquely, like he's got unique value, I think, to the rest of the league. Because I think when you talk about someone like GP2, he, he has unique value to the Warriors. Mm-hmm. But I, I, don't, I don't know of how that translates to the rest of the league. I think same thing as Looney. Like he has I, unique value to the Warriors, but he doesn't translate as much. I mean, that's why Looney got five mil, right? And that's why. I do think Dante's better on the Warriors. Like you put him, can you imagine Dante playing next to a Luca or a LeBron? Literally thinking the same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, literally. Cause he's not a three and D guy. Like he can do more things than just three and D. Like you I, can't extract more value from him by making him a secondary ball handler. I mean, that's right. I also don't know if he's one of those guys who can play basketball where he doesn't touch the ball and then just hit shots. You know, like I feel like a lot of his shooting this year, like he's shooting the shit out of the ball this year. Right. Over 40% last I checked. I don't think tonight made it worse. Um, Seven threes, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We didn't, even, we, didn't even, we didn't even get into his shooting, but yeah, he's at 40. He's at over 40% on the season. I do think he's one of those guys who, if he gets to touch the ball, he finds rhythm and then he can get really hot. Um, and to do that, you have to actually move the, the ball. You know, not just like watch Luca or Harden dribble for circles for an hour and a half. Same, same with Andrew Wiggins, by the way. That that's kind yeah. of why he's yeah. been so successful as a warrior too. Is that what you're saying? That, sometimes that's the difference between thirty four and thirty nine percent, and that's like difference between being a shooter and not a shooter, right? Yeah, because you know, you put Wiggins on, on LeBron's team, right? It's it's it gets a lot more difficult because yeah, a lot of a lot of like one for five nights from three. If he doesn't touch the ball and he's just expected to hit the shot, right? Oh, he'd be traded by the trade deadline. You know, you yeah. know, no one. Brought I mean, LeBron's already traded him once. <laughs> so yeah, well, I guess it worked out for him that one time. Um, all right, what's next? Hey, it ain't about the guy who is always hitting up the bench, the hotties. It ain't about the guy who's also maybe hitting up the bench hotties who has his wife around. Who knows? It's about 30, 11, and 23, and five. But you ride 30, 11, and 23 till the fucking wheels fall off. Vintage fucking performance. Steph Curry in the fourth in overtime. Magical stuff. You love to see it. Let's get it, guys. Nice. Nice. That sounds like Tamikas. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm here in Suburban. Maybe, maybe a little, uh, maybe a little tequila mixed in. He's, oh. he's mixing. Wow. You think, are you a mixer, by the way? Do you? I know you don't drink as much anymore, but no, do you, yeah, not not like or let me put it this way: if it happens, it's an accident. Um, I tend to not be someone who's you know personally. I just beer or wine is usually my yeah, move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What days. do you think I do? What do you think I do? 
Uh, I think you. I think you drink what people buy you. <laughs> Everything's going down. Doesn't matter what. It is. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. Um, it. Quick call out for people listening: this. the Mavs lost tonight, mm. and the Clippers won earlier today. So the Warriors are currently the sixth seed right now. Currently matched up with the Memphis Grizzlies. Beautiful. None of this matters because everyone's a half game apart. You know, it's going to take another tomorrow. Tomorrow, they could be the eight seed. I might cry. You know, like, I got I got a take for you, by the way, about the Mavs. Quick, 10 seconds. Uh, Josh Green and Jaden Hardy, both way over 20, uh, 21 and 22 points, I believe, tonight with Kyrie and Luca out. Just saying, man. Just saying, Luca. Like, Jalen Brunson looks like one of the best point guards in the NBA, no longer under Luca's reign. I, you know, I, you know, I like me some Luca, but. That type of basketball, unless you're LeBron James, it's really hard to get over the hump. That's it. That's it for me. It's my Mavs take. Haral Bob vindicated with his drafting. Maybe, maybe, maybe they got some players there who are just a little, uh, little they typecast. Do, right? I like kind of like Josh Green. Like he's good. Yeah, Ben Hardy's young. Who knows? But it's yeah. No, I, I I'm with you. He's he's a little feistier than he gets credit for. Athletic could be a three and D with a little bounce. Anyway, we're not we're not talking mass. Just, I wanted to shit on. We're, we're in the bit. we're in the uh, the Josh Green portion of the podcast. <laughs> uh, let's get to the next one, Tim. Yeah, Steph is still him. Why did I thought we were done? You know, and Steph just, just he did it again. He's he's the best play card ever. I don't want to hear anything else. But amazing win. He's our only chance this year. But also, it's kind of sad because it's like, damn. He deserves so much better than this roster. He had to do every little thing at the end, but it's it's still a hashtag, you know what I'm saying? Stuff better, you feel me? But that that was you. fun to watch. We still got all those problems, but Steph took the pain away tonight. That's let's go, y'all. Love it. Love it. Sometimes sometimes you just need third to save everything. Tim, last one. How do you watch success do this? Ninety nine. And you still want to find ways to move on from this era. Like, how does Joe Lacob watch Steph Curry and this squad, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, do this night to night? And they still want to find ways to move on for probably the greatest era we'll ever see from the Gold State War. Probably the greatest era of this only, of, of this world ever. And they still want to replace those dudes all right why like all right all right enough enough i've had enough with the joe lacob slander oh you have i'm pro joe (laughs) i'm not look i'm not pro joe i texted you this morning i was on my way to uh, on my way to the city i I turn on and yeah i was wondering why you're so mad yeah i was really (laughs) it's raining and uh, just fucking Anyway, I open my Twitter account and, and just all I see is just just doomsday. And look, Warriors aren't having a good season. They're not having a good season. But that stuff was amazing tonight. You know, they're amazing. He was amazing tonight. So I'm gonna enjoy this one. I am gonna be mad about the Warriors again in Phoenix when you know they're down 15 to the Suns at home without KD. But Steph. Sam, is he the greatest point guard that you've ever seen in your life? Can we end there with that take? Is he the greatest? Because you've watched Correct. Him. Yeah. Okay. Correct. This is not, this is not, first off, that was backhanded to make me feel old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen magic. I know you have. 
I mean, like, was yeah, that was a little, a little aggressive. Stop. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say is, yes, Steph's the best. And you know what? Look, man, they traded their prize pupil for GP2. They may talk a lot about the two timelines and their you know, love of the kids, but their actions dictate that they're all in. And maybe I don't agree with every decision, but, you know, a team who's ready to move off of this era wouldn't have done that. That's all I'm going to say. And there you, you go. It's a good way to end the show. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, and tomorrow we move on and we'll probably be frustrated again on the release. <laughs> Appreciate everyone. Enjoy the win. <laughs>